All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with me today on this episode of the Dance Science Podcast. I'm your host, the Dance Scientist. And if you really enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to leave a review. You can also comment on the episode and you can also send me a direct message on Instagram or send me an email. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And I look forward to seeing you in my next episode. Welcome to the Dance Science Podcast. I'm your host, the Dance Scientist, and the Dance Science Podcast intends to build connections and drive discussion on how we can improve our field and make dance science more normalized. Thank you for being here and please enjoy this episode. All right. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm your host, the Dance Scientist, and today's episode is going to be a solo episode. This is titled episode number 17, and we're going to be talking about building a dynamic dance warm-up. So really talking about warm-ups in general and really trying to debunk a lot of the common myths and misunderstandings surrounding them. Really, the foundational framework of today's episode and conversation is that there's a lot of recent research that we really need to unpack, and it's really important that we're applying this research in our classes. So warm-ups tend to be one of those things that, you know, it's common knowledge that we know that they're essential before taking part in any type of dance class, but sometimes it's really not clear to dance educators what the important elements are and what really needs to occur during a warm-up so that the warm-up can be as effective as possible. So really, that's what we're going to be talking about today is what are those specific elements that we need to be taking into consideration when we're building a warm-up that's going to be effective and that's going to be dynamic. All right, so the first thing to know about warm-ups is that all of the body systems are going to benefit. So this includes, for example, the cardiorespiratory system, the muscular system, and the nervous systems must be properly engaged and properly warmed up, especially before dance movements. Because remember, dance movements are considered highly technical and highly sophisticated because they surpass the average human movement, right? Remember I talked about in my motor learning episode that the average person does not do a pirouette, for example, but dancers do pirouettes basically every day. So that just gives you a little peek into why dance movements are considered complex. So again, when we're talking about warm-ups here, it's important that we're engaging the body systems so that the dancer is able to execute their technical movements and so that they can meet those technical and artistic demands of the dance style. Another way to think about warm-ups is to think of them as a physiological transition from everyday life, okay? And this transition is important for our internal circuits, otherwise known as our nervous system. So a proper warm-up is going to slowly transition the body from everyday life tasks, you know, for example, putting the trash away, right, into the challenges 
of more high intense movement, such as dance movements, okay? Because it takes the body and it gradually increases things like breathing, heart rate, and the energy producing systems. Now, what do we think is naturally going to happen as a result of this physiological transition for our internal circuit? Well, what immediately starts to happen is that we get an increase in the internal body temperature, okay, otherwise known as the core body temperature. And this is where the word warm-up has really gotten its name because it's a way of warming up the body both physically and mentally. Because remember, it's also preparing the mind as well to also meet the challenges of a dance class, rehearsal, or even a performance. So again, we are increasing the core body temperature, which is another way of preparing and priming the muscles and joints so that again, the dancer can meet the demands that they are faced in class. Now let's really get into what the challenges of dance are, okay? We noted that dance movements are considered complex and sophisticated because they go past normal human movement. So when we're talking about building an effective warm-up, we're also talking about properly preparing the muscles, bones, and nerves so that those three can really work as an harmony working together so that they can all help the dancer meet the challenges of dance movements. So really, we need to really start peeling back the layers of the onion here and we need to realize that it's actually way more than just warming up the muscles and joints because an effective warm-up will also increase things like the synovial fluid, which we know is the lubricant within the joint capsules. And this is one of the things that helps the joints to move more freely. It's also going to improve things like the elasticity of soft tissues, such as our muscles, tendons, and ligaments. And it's also going to increase our range of movement. It's also going to increase the nerve impulses speed, which again is sending signals back and forth between our brain and our body. And again, as a result, we're going to improve things like motor control, coordination, and also proprioception. Now, static stretching, okay? Let's get into what static stretching is. I'm sure you've heard of this term before, but if you haven't, that is also okay because we're all learners at the end of the day. Let's get into exactly what this is and where this came from, okay? Basically, static stretching is one of those teaching traditions that was just embedded into dancers' training and no one really considered why for many, many years until more studies started to come out about it. Basically, static stretching, again, was one of those things that they thought was a proper warm-up when the dancers were holding stretches for long periods of time. So let's get into exactly what static stretching is because I don't want to cause any confusion in today's conversation. So static stretching is defined as a stretch that is held for longer than 15 seconds. And this hold of the 15 seconds has been shown to impair a lot of important dance performance parameters, okay? Basically think muscular strength and muscular power is impaired when we're holding a stretch for longer than 15 seconds. Now, again, I'm trying to not give just general information in today's conversation. I'm also trying to get a little bit 
into the science, but I'm trying to also keep it simple for people to understand at the same time. So, uh, you know, I'm constantly striving for a balance when I talk about these things because, yes, I want to be talking about the science, but I want it to be approachable for people and digestible for people. With this being said, I am going to talk a little bit about the science behind static stretching so that you can understand what actually happens at a physiological level. When a stretch is held for this long without being properly warm beforehand, okay, the muscle tendon unit length gets increased. And when this happens, it can override the body's natural reflexes that the body has to protect our muscles and our joints, right? We have natural reflexes such as the muscle spindle stretch reflex, and we also have the Golgi tendon organ. So to sum up what I just said, static stretching will increase that tendon length and it can override the natural reflexes that our bodies have, okay? And those reflexes are there for a very important reason so that we're not pushing our muscles and our joints to unsafe places. So really now the consensus on static stretching is that Warm-ups in general are just really not the time to be prioritizing flexibility, especially static stretching. And again, we're going to be talking about why this is important and what you should supplement it with when you're trying to build a dynamic dance warm-up. So now that we've discussed what static stretching is, let's discuss what dynamic stretching is. These are also known as neuromuscular warm-ups, and we're going to get into why that term is used. So in contrast to static stretching, there has been a lot more support for dynamic stretching. One example for this is because there has been a lot of acute effects seen as a result of dynamic stretching for performance, okay? So these are things like lower leg power, vertical jump, agility, and even strength. When we're talking about dynamic stretching, we're talking about mobilizing the joints through a full range of motion. And when we're doing these mobilization exercises, this is considered a continuous movement. So we're not holding anything and we're not pausing in a position. This is now considered the best form of warming up for dancers. Now, one of the most important aspects of dynamic warm-ups and dynamic stretching is that they're considered slow and gradual. So these are meant to progressively take the muscles in a slow and gradual way through the range of motion from full contraction to full extension. So we're just working on full mobility in the joints, but again, we're not holding any position at all. All right, the last part of this episode is gonna get into some basic teaching tips on really simple ways that we can be integrating the most recent research on building dance warm-ups. One of the first things you can know is to start off with simple, large, and full body movements. This is something discussed in the research, is that once the body is more warm after this first phase, then you can shift into using more dance-specific exercises. 
Now, how long should a warm-up take? Okay, so generally speaking, research says that a thorough warm-up should take about 15 to 20 minutes to complete. But let's also take into consideration that, yes, this is also going to depend on a certain amount of factors, okay? So has the dancer already participated in any other movement that day? How cold is their environment? How much space and time does the dancer have right now? And what kind of dance style are they going to be taking in the class that they're about to warm up for? So these are some of the factors that are taken into consideration. But if we were to generally put a framework around it, it's usually 15 to 20 minutes. Now, generally speaking, warm-ups consist of about three or four sections. If you're interested about hearing where I'm getting a lot of these references that I'm talking about today, I highly recommend looking into my printable ebook called Warmups 101, and I will talk about that more later in this episode. So for right now, we said that there are about three or four sections, okay? The first one is just like a very general pulse raising section where we're just trying to increase the heart rate. Number two is where we start to get more into joint mobilizations, right? We're gently moving the body through different ranges in a slow and gradual way. Again, this is safer to do now since we already did section number one, which increased the heart rate and increased the breathing, right? So now it's safer to do two and three. And then three is more of a muscle lengthening section where we start to take the body through various dynamic stretches. Okay, so now getting into a few more general tips is sometimes the research also recommends stimulating the nervous system into dance warmups. And you can do simple things to achieve this by just incorporating some quick changes for the dancers as far as direction or maybe having them stop and balance on one leg so that we really start to engage the proprioceptors. It's also important not to neglect the upper body. Okay, again, this is cited in the research. And also by the end of a warm-up, we're trying to get the dancer to feel warm through their body. Okay, they may or may not be sweating lightly. They should probably be breathing heavier than normal and they should probably have a higher heart rate, okay? This is all generally, generally speaking, okay? Remember, we're taking the joints and the muscles through their full range, and so really at that point when the warm-up is done, the dancers should feel more alert and more like they can tackle their mental and physical demands. The last part of today's episode is going to be talking about incorporating mental tips into building dance warm-ups, okay? Remember, a warm-up is just as important for the mind as it is for the body. When we're trying to build an effective warm-up, remember we discuss that it's a physiological transition from everyday life to more physical movement. Well, it's basically the same thing when we're talking about the mental side of warm-ups is that we're also trying to have a good mental transition from the concerns and pressures of everyday life. One of the ways that you can do this is just simply noting, you know, how the body is feeling and you can kind of go internal and kind of go through a little internal checklist. Notice, are there any areas that feel a little bit tight today? Are there any areas that need a little bit more attention today? 
Now, another simple thing that the research recommends is that dancers can also use imagery during this time. So, for example, it might be helpful for the dancer to focus on a specific goal that they have for the day. Such as, you know, maybe they're trying to work on bringing a different quality to a movement pattern that they're working on. So when we're talking about building the mental side of dance warm-ups, we're talking about improving things like focus, goal setting, relaxation, confidence, motivation, and even concentration. So let's talk about where you can learn more from today's conversation. Well, if you're interested in learning more, or if you're wanting to look into some of the references that I was talking about, I highly recommend at least looking at my printable ebook, which are directly on my website, okay? This one is just called Warmups 101, and it is for sale for $6.99, and it is jam-packed with over 50 evidence-based teaching tips with a full references list at the end. So again, you can jump right onto my website just from my Instagram page. So I try to make it really, really easy. All right, it's time for a quick summary of today's episode. So first we started by basically saying that, you know, warmups were basically just static stretching before this, right? And now a lot of recent research has been coming out to debunk a lot of those myths and misunderstandings. Now we know how important building an effective warm-up is for dancers, right? We know things like all body systems benefit. We know that they're a physiological transition from everyday life. We know that there's an increase in internal body temperature. We know that there are challenges of dance. Remember, dance movements are complex and sophisticated, We know about static stretching and how it's holding a position for longer than 15 seconds. We know in contrast, there's a dynamic stretching and dynamic warmups, which are more preferred. And then we got into some basic teaching tips that range all the way from physical teaching tips all the way to mental teaching tips, because remember, we cannot leave out one or the other.